as we gather together, uh, Jen has already said, we are highlighting women today, not just moms, because I know that there are women that play an important part in the lives of children and those around them, and uh, while they may not be moms, actually, naturally, they tend to mother a lot of children in their lives. So we celebrate women, and we are thankful for the contribution that each one of you make in your homes, your community, and also in this church. At this time, we want to highlight our babies that are here, that are two and under. So if you have a baby with you, ages two and under, we want you to bring them right to the platform so that we can acknowledge them. Even if you're a visitor, you can still bring them. Normally, I think we do highlight those that have been dedicated here and are on what we call our cradle roll. But uh, if you're even visiting with us, we want you to bring up your little children on her. So someone can lead the way. I've been scanning the audience, and I see some little people. So come on up, and then we have a special presentation to give you. I'm sure there are more than that. Don't be shy. Come on up. Family with the 
great love of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's give them a big hand.
Dear Jesus, thank you for children who love family. Thank you for those who play a part in raising them. And today, we honor female leaders in their lives, and I pray you would bless them. Now, as they go to children's church, I pray they would grow to know the love of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody said? Amen. Amen. Well, that was a weak amen. Everybody said? Amen. Amen. Okay. You can all go. Right? Try not to run if you can. Yeah. 
and uh, that this would be nice to bless our little girls that are coming. They're coming from Cambodia. They can only bring what they can in a suitcase. So if you're at the dollar store or you're somewhere you want to pick up a gift card, could you throw it in that tote? And we're going to present that with them when they come on June the 9th. You keep that in mind. I'm looking for 24 trays of mac and cheese. So uh, we're going to feed our kids alive children on May the 28th for feeding and supper. And I need 24 trays of mac and cheese. So there's a list at the foyer. I need to sign it. And uh, there's some instructions there for you as well. Not how to make it, but when I need it, stuff like that. If you can sign up, that would be awesome and help us out in that area. Chase is going to come and he's going to bring our scripture for the Physical healing to him. Heavenly Father, 
We thank you that we can come to you and claim the power of the cross. Now I pray, as your word says, by your stripes we are healed. We claim a healing for this gentleness. We thank you, O oh God, because we know there is power in the blood of Jesus. And now I ask for his wife and his family. I pray you would give them the peace of God, and I pray that you would heal in the name of Jesus. Father, now as we open up your word, and as we sit around your word today, I pray that it would breathe life into us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Jace. Another verse that I want to leave with you this morning is Proverbs 22 and 6, and I will try to be brief. I know some of you have dinner engagements and lunch engagements, whatnot, so I will try to be brief. Proverbs 22, 6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he's old, he will not depart from it. Another version says, Direct your children onto the right path, and when they are older, they will not as I've already said, I acknowledge women today who are not mothers. However, they mother a host of children in their care. One of my best friends is not a mom, but she has taken on a super role as auntie and ministers to so many women and children in her life, and she is indeed a great woman of God. All women play a part in mothering a child, whether by an aunt, a friend, a confidant, a mentor. So today we honor you in this service. Today is one day on our calendar that is set aside to honor special women in our society. Some of you had breakfast in bed. Others of you will be taken out to lunch. Others have received long-distance calls from children away, and others will receive them throughout the day. It's the one day in the year when we celebrate the role of motherhood. I said when the little babies came up, I do not miss that stage, as most of you would know, some of you may not. I have a twin, and the first three years of their lives are a blur for me, a total blur. Because you can imagine having to take care of two at the same time. I don't know how many of you remember this, but I preached last Mother's Day. You may not remember the sermon, but how many of you remember the story I told about one of them throwing up in my purse? Yeah, see, that's the stuff they remember. I have a host of stories, okay? And however long I'm here, I will have a new brand new story for you every Mother's Day. I promise.
especially when they're on display. <laughs> so he's there, and we started to sing a song, and he stood up on the chair beside me. So he's standing, neck to neck with me, eating away at his candy. So all the congregation is there. Birchie Bay is a, is a large church. There's probably 200 there that night for sure. And he's standing beside me, eating away at his candy. So I'm worshiping Jesus and singing the song. <coughs> and at one point, my hands broke my head, and I was holding a note in the song because I was just so into it. And he leans over, and he pops a gummy bear right in my head. <laughs> <laughs> and I almost choked on it my my healer, 
my comfort, my Jehovah Jireh, my rock, my fortress, my deliverer, and the best friend that I can have. Now, as I look back over almost 22 years, did I do everything right? I wish I did. I actually wish I could stand here and tell you, man, I, I did it all. I did it all well. I didn't. I didn't. There have been days when I've had to, and times, and I wasn't to this, when I've had to apologize to the boys and say, guess what? I should not have reacted that way. I messed up. I should not have told you that. I should not have acted like that. And I've had to apologize to them. But my mission at the end of life is to teach them the love of God. How can I do this? I have four ways that we can do this as leaders. And this is not only for women. This is for all you men, too. So you can listen closely as well. How can I fulfill this mission? Being a woman, a, woman, a leader with mission. Firstly, be one who gives time. Time is so important. There is a popular philosophy today that it doesn't matter, matter the quantity of time that we spend with our children as long as it's quality time. Well, I'm here to tell you that it does matter. It really matters. Time spent with children is never wasted. Every minute invested in your child is an eternal investment. One writer said, give your children the best of your time, not the leftovers. How true is that? And you might be here, you might be saying, oh, my children are all raised, and now I'm a grandma, and that doesn't matter. They still need you. They need you. It doesn't matter how old they are, or how old you are, you are still needed in the life of your family. We live in a society where demands are all around us. And sometimes we're so busy, and I'm saying we, of seeing to everything around us that we are guilty of neglecting those that God has placed right within our homes. But I believe today that we ought to have a mission, that we're going to be a mom, a dad, a leader who gives time those around us. You see, I'm glad that God has time for me. How many of you are glad? There is not one day in my life when I have gone and asked God to help me and God didn't have time. Or he was too busy or he wasn't available. And I'm so thankful for that. Because we sang it yesterday in our women's retreat, Lord, I need you. And as Jenna started to lead that yesterday afternoon, just sitting right there, I began to realize afresh in that moment just how much I need God. Because I need Him. And I'm thankful that He's always, always there. And He's never too busy. Parenting is a trial and error job. All of you parents here would agree with that. We all look back and see things that we would have done differently. But at that time, in that moment, in that circumstance, we did our best with our knowledge and God's help, right? I ask you, I challenge you today, don't be one who will look back and wish that you had trained your child for God. And you might be sitting here saying, well, my time is gone. It's never too late to start serving Jesus. It's never too late to start affecting those around you 
in the ways of God. Billy Graham, that great preacher, once said one thing that he would change as he looked over his life was that he would spend more time with his family. God help us this morning. To take those that have been entrusted in our care and those in our lives and to spend time with them. Two practical things that I've learned, I will just give you. I have learned that my child's needs are more important than my wants. I have learned that. My child's needs are more important than my wants. And secondly, I've also learned as a parent that I may have to juggle activities and friends in order to spend more time with my children. And I'm sure we all agree with that, because life is busy. Secondly, how can we fulfill the mission? We want to be one who gives time. Secondly, we want to be one who loves God. I want my boys to know, even at their age, that mom loves God. I want them to see God in my life. I want them to see God in my life, not only on Sunday, but each and every day of the week. This is so, so important. That those in our care know that we love God. I love Noah in the book of Genesis chapter 6 and verse 8. One verse very quickly, it says, Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. You see, I love this story. Everyone laughed at Noah as he was building the ark. However, <coughs> Noah was the winner. Noah entered into that ark of safety and he took his entire family with him. That's what we want to Moms, be so lit for God. Let your children know that despite ridicule, hard times, or despair, you have a true love for God. Walk with Him daily, no matter what. The book of Micah, chapter 6 and 8, exhorts us. It says, He hath shown thee, O man, what is good, and what doth the Lord require of thee, but to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with by God. How can we be a mom or a woman who loves God? Firstly, we show love for God's house. We must show by example that we see the importance of God's house. And that's why when I call the children to the front, most times I pray, thank you for the person who brought them to church this morning. Because I know these children can't get out of bed, get themselves ready, and bring them and just come out of church. Someone has to be the point, the focal point that will say, we are going to church today. And I'm always thanking God for the person who brought them. Show love for God's house. Secondly, show love for God's work. Support the work of God through tithes and offerings. So important. Teach by example from your age. Give your talents to God to further his kingdom. I want to be a mom who loves to give and who gives from love. Out of my strong love for God, I support God's work. And lastly, show love for God's people. I encourage you ladies in this building, and again I'm speaking to myself, please don't think I'm not because I am. Be a mom who lives in harmony with one another. So important. So important. Sometimes we think these little people aren't watching, or these teenagers, or these grown-up adults. 
Be a mom who lives in harmony with one another. Demonstrate the love of God in your life by being an encourager and supporting those around you. I challenge you today to avoid criticism, <coughs> negativity, and gossip. And for goodness sakes, ladies, guard your social media. Because there's people that are watching and men too, I want to leave minute. But guard it, because there's people that are watching. There's people that are watching, and a lot of times they're right in your family circle, and they watch you. Moms with a mission, we give our time. We love God. Thirdly, I want to be a mom who prays continually. Not just one who prays when things get wrong. But I want to be known as a mom who prays when things are good and who prays when things are bad. And I want to teach my boys that no matter what, everything is important to God. You can pray about absolutely anything. One writer said it's never too late to start praying, and it's always too early to stop. So true, isn't it? Never too late to start. And it's always too early to stop. We taught our boys to pray in our age. And I recall one uh, stage of their lives, I'm thinking, a, I always measure eight uh, stages by where we lived. So I'm thinking probably four to seven, maybe. Every summer meal was important because no one was together for lunch because they stayed at school and breakfast was just a, a circus. I'm sorry but it was. <laughs> We're real just like all of you. A circus. So supper time was the time when you sat around the table and you talked about your day. We had a wooden spoon and there was a rule. We ate supper then we had our time together. There was a rule that whoever had the spoon the only person that was allowed to talk. We caught them a lot by doing this. Discipline being one. And whoever had the spoon was the only person that was allowed to talk, and that person had the floor. What we would do was, if you had the spoon, you could tell about your day, first of all, and you had to briefly tell about your day. They always used to get a kick out of it when Dad got the spoon, because Dad would always make up a song and tap the spoon on his leg, right? They thought that was hilarious. They just couldn't wait for Dad to get the spoon. But then, we used to take turns, and the last person who got the spoon had to pray for the family. I remember at that little age, those little boys would start to pray, and sometimes we'd all close our eyes and hold hands, and sometimes I would look at the corner of my eye, because I couldn't believe way that they were learning how to pray. You see, God is important. Really important. One day they said to me when we started to do this, Mom, this is great for we doing some days, but if company comes, are we going to do it then? <laughs> so oh yes, they'll get in on our spoon time as well. You need to be a mom who prays continually. Continually. Pray for them. Pray for those in your lives. Firstly, we need to pray for God's plan for your child. I'm a 
firm believer. You all know this by now. I believe in children. I believe in them. I believe God has a purpose for them. I sat right down there on Tuesday night on a stool, and I taught every one of them that came to this building that they are not a mistake. They are not an accident, but God made them for a purpose. Because I know that some of them are probably children. God made you for a purpose. And I taught them that. I got really close to them so that they could not only hear my voice, but they could see my heart. And I tried to tell them that God has a plan for their lives. In the dedication service, we read, God has a purpose and plan for your child's life. To find that purpose, to live it out fully will mean success. To refuse or ignore will mean failure no matter, much, no matter how much worldly acclaim may come. Pray for God's plan for your child. Because God has a plan for them. Pray, secondly, that you will see your child like God sees your child. Now, I know that's frustrating sometimes. But every child is important. It takes hard work to train a child. And my hat goes off to all of these parents on this platform because it's hard work. Every child is different, comes with unique personality traits and strengths. But every child is important to God. The verse I left with them on Tuesday night, Psalm 139, 14, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. I am thankful that I am a child of God. And despite my faults and my failures, when he sees me, he sees the blood of life. Thank you that God looks past our imperfections and he sees us through the blood. And this morning we need to look past the mistakes and the imperfections of our children and we need to see them as God sees them with a purpose. Lastly, we pray specifically for our children. They're different. They have different needs. And they need different areas of prayer. But I want to ask all of you today what we need to pray for in your family. Everybody would have a different need depending on what stage of life you're in. But we pray specifically for each child. Pray that God will guide each one of them for his intent. And lastly, be a mom who desires God. Be a mom who desires God. It's never too late to want more of God. And our prayer daily as women, as men, as leaders, ought to be in that little chorus. More of you. More of you. I've had it all, but what I need is more of you. I challenge you today to be a mom who desires God. See, if you desire God, others will see his love in your life. Desire to want more of God. Desire to be used by God and desire to impact others for God. The musicians can come back. Psalm 27 and 4. One thing have I desired of the Lord that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his for in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me upon a rock. I want to be a mom, a woman, a Christian. Will I make mistakes? As sure as I am standing here now, I will. 
that picks us up again. So thankful for that. Marks with the mission. Give your time today. Be a mom that loves God. Be a mom that desires God. And be one who prays And can I just throw this one in for a bonus? Don't stop praying. Because people around you, they need you. They need your prayers. Don't stop. Don't get weary and tired. Don't stop praying for your families and those around you. Because they need your prayers. I want to ask you the question in conclusion. Are you a woman with a mission? Is the will of God the greatest ambition for your child's life? Are your needs, wants, secondary, and their needs first? Let's decide today that we will do whatever we can to train them in the ways of the Lord and to be faithful to Him and to live for Him daily. In our 60 Cross on Tuesday, we sang a little chorus that I haven't heard in years, but we were going on a theme of walking with God. And we sang, Lord, I can't even walk without you holding my hand. In the presence of God, step down to the gymnasium. I've chosen to sing it now as a closing song on this Mother's Day morning. And as we sing it, we just want to have a corporate prayer for all of the women in the congregation. So as we sing, I'm wondering if every lady, every youth girl, Can we stand as we sing this together? All ladies, you girls.